Hey everybody, welcome back to another edition of the First in Orange podcast brought to you by the Denver Post. This is sports writer Kyle Newman alongside my compadre Ryan O'Halloran talking the Broncos coaching search, giving you an update on where the 10 candidates stand, the interview process, etc., which began last week. Also, we'll talk about John Elway's attempt to figure into a bid for ownership of the Broncos here over the coming months. He went on record with our Mark Kisla about that. And we'll discuss, will Vic Fangio land a job soon as a DC and predictions for the divisional round of the NFL playoffs coming up this week. So starting off with the show here, Ryan, the news of the week, the last couple weeks is this coaching search and Peyton and co flying all over the country, doing these interviews, mostly in person. Uh, They've got majority of them done so far, a few left to get into, but Let's just lay it out for the folks here, Ryan. Where are we in this search? And what sort of timetable in your mind could you expect for once the interviews are finished this this week to have a timetable in place to name the next head coach? Well, uh, how things are proceeding are very slowly. And I think that's, I think we mentioned this last week that George Payton, the Broncos general manager, can be patient can take it at his own pace because none of the other jobs have been filled yet. I mean, you have teams that are looking for a GM who haven't even started their coaching search, like the Giants. You have the Bears and Vikings who are sort of doing parallel searches, GM and coach. So I think when they turned in 10 slips, and, and I was told they were adamant about interviewing all 10 in person, We'll see if that ends up happening. You knew it was going to be more of a drawn-out process than three years ago, when by this time, I think we're probably at Vic's introductory press conference already. Uh, so, you know, I don't like the term wide net because, to me, that also has a connotation of you don't know what you're looking for. I think what George Payton is looking for is an offensive coordinator to pair with Dan Quinn. There, I said it. Um, Dan Quinn interviewed Tuesday night in Dallas. They still have their other things to do with their interviews, but uh, you know, I think it's 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 a very deliberate process. I think that'd probably be the 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 best word, best phrase to use with George Payton. So you're thinking right now, as it stands, they're going to hire Quinn as a head coach, defensive coordinator, and then one of these other guys, one of these, especially these younger guys, they're interviewing, i.e., Kellen Moore, uh, Callahan, etc. That's going to be the, the OC or not more because he has the play calling responsibilities. And, 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 you know, the rule states that if you're a coordinator, but don't call the plays, you cannot be blocked from making a lateral title move. If you get that duty, shoot, I hope that made sense, but let's look at the guys they're interviewing. Uh, Getsy, Hackett, the enemy coming up, O'Connell coming up, Callahan coming up are all non-play callers. So if you can lure one of them to work with a Dan Quinn, uh, that's probably what the, what their their uh, strategy is. And that's that's an educated guess, but I think the tea leaves could be right on that. And hey, you know, is it Dan Quinn's job to lose? I thought that was the case from the outset because he has head coaching experience. He calls the plays on defense. He has familiarity with George Payton. And I think that's what George is going to do here. He is going to, I think it's a conservative approach like he did in the draft last year. So is it Quinn's job to lose? I don't know, but it just feels like that's been the, the, the case since this search started. So in regards to that point, Ryan, I mean, 
Dan is obviously interviewing with a number of other teams for that head coach position. Vikings, Dolphins, Jaguars, Broncos, of course, and the Bears. But uh, as, uh, he, he declined an interview with the Jags. Declined the Jags one. Okay, requested right. but declined. So, so, And we've talked about last week on the show how the Broncos – probably along with the bears, you know, the, the top openings right now in terms of head coaching, you know, a, appeal for a head coaching candidate. So in your mind, if he gets offers from even all the rest of the interviews, you think you would take the Broncos over those other teams? I, I think he would. And here's why is Miami ownership has sided with the GM. So you're coming in with a, in a battle GM. And do you really believe in Tua? Minnesota, um, working with maybe a first-time GM. Kirk Cousins' contract one year left is a freaking anvil on the cap. Chicago could be working with a new GM that you don't really know that well. Justin Fields, to me, that's a, you know, a, a good reason to take it. So I think Dan Quinn would be looking for somebody who's going to try and set him up to succeed. And here's the million-dollar thing is during these interviews, is George Payton showing any of his hand about what he's going to do at quarterback? Because that could help this job become more attractive. Again, this is the First Orange Podcast. Kyle Newman alongside Ryan O'Halloran breaking down the Broncos coaching search. Day 10 here overall since they started putting in slips. Day 7 since they started interviewing. We've got a couple more up today. Again, the list in alphabetical order. Eric Bieniemy, Brian Callahan, Jonathan Gannon, Luke Getze, Aaron Glenn, Nathaniel Hackett, Gerard Mayo, Kellen Moore, Kevin O'Connell, and Dan Quinn started last Thursday with Aaron Glenn, the Lions DC. Got a few more coming up here, and and that includes Eric Bieniemy on Friday in Kansas City. And Ryan, you and I were talking a little before the show. I mean, obviously Bieniemy, CU guy, got a ton of NFL NFL experience. He's got the Super Bowl ring. He's you know co-authored one of the most prolific offenses in the league and in league history, really. Uh, obviously he's got generational talent as at his disposal. He's got the kind of asterisk, if you will, of not being the primary play caller as Andy Reed is, is that duty in Kansas city. I mean, what's, what's the deal with him? You think he's been a hot coaching candidate last few off seasons so far. It seems like the Broncos have only requested an interview. him. I, I imagine the Vikings will officially too, at some point, considering his ties there as a former running backs coach, but What's the deal with the enemy, and, and is he a dark horse in your mind for this Broncos position? Um, it'd be a shock to me if they hire him. And um, you know, in terms of him not getting as many interviews this time around, a lot of these teams have already talked to him. Before. He's been on the radar for a couple of years. As to why he hasn't been able to get one of these head coaching spots, don't know. Is it you know what is he what is he presented in the interview what is what what is he presented about what his staff is going to look like what is he presented about what he's doing with Kansas City uh, is it an, an injustice I don't I don't know I, I don't think so it's there's only 32 of these jobs and if you're the owner you can hire whoever you want if you're the GM you hire who you feel is the best fit you know why is why why hasn't Doug Peterson been hired yet he's been available for all year to talk to soon as teams had openings so uh it's always uh interesting uh it's always an interesting process to know okay why person a and not person b again this is the first orange podcast that's ryan o'halloran this is kyle newman so something that was talked about right when 
Vic Fangio was fired January 9th. And really before that was, you know, there's a lot of confidence by Fangio himself. He had said, hey, I'm going to land on my feet if something happens. And within league circles that he would very quickly find a defensive coordinator job and doing the reporting for the Jonathan Gannon story. You know, there's there's a lot of chirping in Philadelphia if Gannon gets hired away by the Broncos or or elsewhere. He has a few interviews that uh, they want Vic Fangio, Eagles faithful, to come in as the new defensive coordinator in Philly. Obviously, that is still down the road. Some dominoes have to fall. But are you anticipating Vic will find a job as a defensive coordinator here in the next month or two, and he'll be with a new team in that role by the next season? Yes, I do, and I if he does, if he wants to. And which I anticipate he does. I mean, Philadelphia, he's from Dunmore, Pennsylvania. That'd be a homecoming there. I think what Vic should look at is go to a good team that loses a coordinator to head coaching job. That could be Indianapolis if Matt Everflus gets one of these jobs. Could be Dallas if Quinn gets that job, gets a job, regardless if it's in Denver or not. So I anticipate Vic being very highly sought after by every team that has an opening. And it'll be up to him to sort of weigh those offers and see what's the best fit for him to win. And then some more news uh, this week. John Elway came out and basically was like, hey, I want to be a part of a bid uh, to own the Broncos. And as we know, there's no set timetable in place yet. Joel has said that will come after the hiring of the head coach. But Broncos will be up for sale this offseason. They will be sold from the Pat Boland trust and hopefully all that ownership mess gets straightened out with a new and clear owner. Now, obviously Elway, former Bronco car dealership, King, etc. but he doesn't have a couple billion dollars laying around or even enough money to be the majority owner, which is 30% correct, Ryan. So lay this out for us and kind of what's the realistic possibility that John Elway is a part of an ownership group or an ownership bid for this team. Well, I don't think it's as, as realistic as I thought it was a week ago. And, and I think the, the key point that he made to Mark Kisla was he's currently not a part of, a, of an ownership group that is, you know, forming a bid. And, you know, the, the transition of ownership plan translation on the market will come once a head coach is hired. Joel has said that. Um, I think by stating his desires publicly, reading between the words, Elway says – is basically saying nobody's taking me up on my offer, so I'm going public with it. And you know, is John Elway being a part of this organization a good thing? Uh, don't know. Uh, he, you know, he stressed that he'd be a supporting role, and uh, instead of like a keeping his title of president of football ops. So, um, yeah, I thought it was a, you know a fascinating conversation between two guys who've known each other for 38 years who. Have battled for 38 years for most of those years so uh you know i think you know when john always stepped aside last year and they hired george payton he knew he had to be hands off to get george hired he carried out on that so if he is part of a group uh he would be hands off as well yeah ryan to your point kisla and john known each other since john always rookie year 1983 which is also same year Kisla got hired at the post. So that goes back a little bit. Good column up at denverpost.com slash Broncos if you want to check that out. And this is the first in Orange podcast brought to you by Denver Post. Talking the Broncos coaching search, Broncos ownership, always something in flux there as the team is preparing to go on the block 
here in coming month, months, definitely before the 2022 season starts, Broncos should have a new owner in place. But hey, let's look ahead to more immediate things, and that's this weekend, second round of the NFL playoffs, the divisional round. And let's just recap the picks here, Ryan. You went perfect six for six in the opening round on your predictions, correctly predicting the Bengals, Bills, Chiefs, Rams, 49ers with the upset in Dallas, and Tampa Bay beating the Eagles. So now here we are onto the divisional round. Tennessee and Green Bay, they rested up with those respective buys. Tennessee now taking on Cincinnati and Buffalo and Kansas City squaring off also in the AFC. So let's start with the AFC and those two matchups. Do you like the Bengals to upset the Titans? Uh, What about KC and Cincinnati? Can Joe Burrow pull an upset? Uh, Two tester games here for the favorites in these two games. I like, I'm going to go chalk. I like Kansas City over Buffalo on Sunday night. I like Cincinnati or Tennessee over Cincinnati on Saturday afternoon. I'll start with the Titans game. Should get Derrick Henry back. They've had two weeks to rest up. Uh, The Bengals lost one of their chief run stoppers, which is a bad matchup for them without Larry Larry O, I'll call him. Uh, So I think the uh, Titans win. And then um, I think the Chiefs and Bills is the best game of the weekend. It caps off the weekend. Uh, but I think uh, the Chiefs will win at home, setting up a Kansas City at Tennessee AFC title game. How about you? You know what, Ryan? I'm going to keep my preseason Super Bowl pick intact, and I'm going to go with the Bills upsetting the Chiefs at Arrowhead. Josh Allen and co. having a moment to get back to the AFC championship game. And then I'm going with Derrick Henry and the Titans moving on as well, picking the favorite there. Over in the NFC, we got 49ers, Packers, Rams, Bucks, who you like in those matchups? Yeah, I'm going to go Chalky again. Um, it's supposed to be around zero at kickoff Saturday night, Green Bay. Um, I think the Packers will win. And then uh, Rams, short week, cross-country trip. Uh, I'm going to pick Tampa Bay to win at home. That sets up a rematch of Tampa Bay at Green Bay in the NFC title game. Yeah, Rams coming off a big win over the Cardinals in the wild card round, but I I agree with you. I think they're just going to run out of juice. Von Miller's fairy tale second half of the season and playoff run with the Rams following that trade from the Broncos is going to come to the end at the hands of Tom Brady and the Bucks. Defending champs move on. I also like the Packers to move on to set up that rematch. And I got Bills Packers in the Super Bowl. I'm sticking with that, Ryan, throughout the rest of the playoffs. Well, I can't remember who I picked. Um, all I do, all I do know is somebody brought it to my attention. Is I, I pegged the Broncos right at seven and ten, so I'll probably retire on that one. But um, you know what you hope by picking the home teams this week is that you're going to set up two terrific AFC title game matchups. And you know, Bills Chiefs is a title game level matchup. Here's yep. the thing: neither team could beat Tennessee. That's why they're playing in this game. They both lost to Nashville, so. They got to go through each other before they take on the Titans. Again, this has been the First Orange Podcast brought to you by Denver Post. That's Ryan O'Halloran. This is Kyle Newman. Be sure to head to denverpost.com slash Broncos for continued coverage of the Broncos coaching search, ownership updates, and the NFL playoffs. Appreciate you listening in to today's show. And until next time, folks, take it easy.